This is a reminder, you are listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show and interact with Mon and myself for the breakfast show, then simply go to faithfm.com.au and press play or use the TuneIn radio app. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia. We have come to Encounter with God section where we dig into the Bible study. We get stuck into our Bible study for the day. 20 million movement join 20 million other people around the world, all studying the same passage of the Bible together at the same time. But first. Well, it kind of rotates around the world, I guess, as the sun goes around the world. But That's yeah. true. Anyway, so we're ahead of most people. It's true. It's true. Yeah. We're on the jump start. We are. Um, but Lyle, I've got a couple of things first. All right. One, I have to get another clue for the clues. You do. And two, I got no a bone going. to pick with you. Really? And I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out on air. Oh, I'm yeah? gonna pick that bone in front of everyone. <laughs> Bring it. Okay. What First of all, clue for the quiz. Who am I? Yes. Clue number three. I wanted Israel cursed because they were too powerful for me. Mm-hmm. Wait, did I already read that one? You already read that one. Okay, my bad. Clue number four. So let me pick a bone with you. Nah. nah. <laughs> I sent Moabite princes to hire a prophet to curse Israel. They hired Balaam, mm. the guy who spoke with donkeys. That's the one <laughs> who had a conversation. All right. Yes. Well, you're not getting out of this. Okay. I got a bone to pick with you. All right, listeners. This is uh, your opportunity. So I come into the studio last week and I see poking out of the bin, out of the rubbish bin, a book. Yes. And Lyle likes to get on the radio and, you know, talk about how green he's gone and how he doesn't eat sugar anymore and how he's gone all vegan and how yeah, you know, yeah, he's, yeah, he's not yeah. using plastic in his household anymore. But I was like, Lyle, why is there a book in the bin? And he's like, it's not brand new. Lyle chucked out a perfectly functioning book in excellent secondhand condition because it wasn't brand new. And I was like, why? What, what do you mean? And he's like, well, we can't give that as a prize because it's not brand new. So I've chucked it in the bin. And I'm like, just because you can't use a book as a prize doesn't mean you can't use it for a thousand other things. You could have taken it home and put it on your own shelf. You could have given it to your neighbor. You could have given it to me. You could have given it to producer, anybody. You could have given this book to someone in the office. So Jasmine you has become anybody. read this book. No, I'm saying her and any other producer. In fact, you could have given producer, this to any producer, other anybody person on the today. planet. This is, this is, uh, any other person on the planet <laughs> other than oh, chucking it in think, the bin. You, you put said, a perfectly functioning book in landfill. You just, you just said. Landfill. <laughs> you could, don't even... Producer. It's biodegradable, don't complain. No, 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 no. It's wood. No, no, no. This is a it's just wood. It's all it is, is wood. You can't chuck a book in the bin anyway, because you, it's not brand new. You, you just called Jasmine a nobody. No, no, no. I said anybody, producer, anybody. So it's the same thing as calling no, no, it's with nobody. Which is the inference the that like, yeah, anybody who's in that anybody, chair could have had this anybody, book. Yeah. The inference is that anyone could read this book. Producer, anybody. <laughs> Co-host, anybody. Host, anybody. Okay, by anybody. Anyone could have read this book. You may have the book. I will no, no, give no, no, you the no, book. No, 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 no. Because you seem to think that our listeners are above beautiful old secondhand books. If we all chucked out our secondhand books, Lyle, Mine, we that have book is not left. beautiful and it's not old. It's gorgeous. It probably has Lyle, how good many words secondhand it, books? How many looks, antiquated books are on your bookshelf? How about I come to your house and chuck out all the secondhand books? Because I know that antiqu- you have some this. prized secondhand books. Do you know how much money there is in secondhand books, Lyle? Do you know how much money, like, you go to, like, those au- those, those auction houses and they have second-hand books that go for millions of dollars. So and this that is, one you're this holding is what I'm going to do, gonna Lyle. It's going to be worth all of 20 this, cents. This is what I, I want to prove to you, that people out there, 
don't care if the book is secondhand. They're like, they're morally, they're like ethically more in tune with what the planet needs and they're happy to receive a second moment. So this is what I'm going to do. Anyone can call me right now. Anyone can call me and get this book. You don't have to answer a quiz. You don't have to be, um, it's not the end of the show giveaway. There's another one giveaway coming up. Anyone can call me right now and shame Lyle and save this book from landfill. The book is called Poems of Faith. It is a selection of beautiful poems all about the Christian walk and belief in God. It's been um, edited by Bob Badesill. It has many different poets uh, in it. Um, beautiful. has got poems by John Bunyan, Henry Vaughan, uh, just beautiful poems. Uh, Francis Quayle, Henry King, George Withers, so many beautiful poets and just their work <sighs> compiled um, about their relationship with God. There's a Robert Southwell in here. Do you know him, Lyle? Yes, I do, actually. There you go. So you chucked out your own kin. <laughs> chucked out your own kin. Emily Bronte and Bron- Bronte sisters are both here. Emily Dickinson poems by her are in here. John John Henry New. There's so I can't believe you chucked this beautiful book. Give me a call right now. One eight hundred Faith FM. One eight hundred three two four eight four three. Maybe Save I should maybe I should mention landfill. some of the history of some of the uh, some of the poets that you just mentioned. Save the history. So let- Save the history. Save this book from landfill. Give me a call. I will send you this book for free. By the way, it's and in I will tell you. Condition. I will tell you that it's some of the authors new. are rather dodgy. Whatever, Trevor. This is a it's the phone. Did you hear that? The phone is ringing off the hook. Wow! This is why you shouldn't chuck books in the bin. Books uh, are valuable you commodity. Your, you and your Jesuit books. What am okay. I going to do? Okay, we can go back to the Bible study now. Now that I've just proved my point. <laughs> I will not vouch for the theological accuracy of the poems they're within this book. They're not theologically. They're not. That's not what they're for. They're just expressions of faith. They're called poems of faith. So, per, like any, everyone has faith in some avenue, and this is their expressions of that. Mm. So, yeah, they're not written by yeah. Seventh Day Adventists all exclusively. So, I don't think there's any Adventists in that book. Probably but not. That but I mean, other that matters. They're yeah. still beautiful poems. They're, um, you know, people on the. You know, there's one here about a, a drop of dew, and it talks about just the amazingness of the drop of dew on, you know, on a rose in nature, and how it just boggles the mind how this drop of dew can exist, and it's it's just an incredible, you know, poem about creation and, and the marvel of creation. Anyway, there's one about waterfalls, one about pilgrimages. Anyway, beautiful book. Wow. Yeah. The floor is yours. Uh huh. <laughs> I do not vouch for this book. <laughs> I do not vouch for this book. But anyway. Um, it seems that somebody's going to get it. So whoever you are, <coughs> it comes with Mon's recommendation. It does not necessarily come with my. It comes with my recommendation to not, not throw have, out books not, because they're not new. I have not put my imprimatur on it. Your what? <laughs> my imprimatur. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> okay. Where are we going today? You got got us way distracted. <laughs> Unbelievable. I've been plotting that one for a while. <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> by the way, this is not an antiquarian book. Just in case you're wondering, this book is what twenty years old at most, maybe thirty. Comes from it's just secondhand, and just Lyle didn't want to give away secondhand books on that prize. No, we don't, we don't give secondhand books away for a prize. But I'm saying that people don't mind. It's, it's yeah. not an excuse for you to chuck books in the bin. Yeah, well, unless, unless they are a true antiquarian book. Um, which means that they have gone passed through the grandfather clause and they are hardcover and they have that awesome Whatever. spines also, on them. Also, everything else gets chucked. Is that your rule? And they have great content. 
I can't believe he didn't even just take it home to use his Tinder for the fire, at least. That's what I do with books that are unbeatable. You did, you did realise that was um, going to recycling, right? It was going to come you, back. No, as, you didn't. You so. put it in the general rubbish bin. Don't yeah, lie to us, Lyle. You put it in the bin that, that you put with your tissues. That one. And no, that it doesn't. Into, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, fruit and junk goes, everything goes in that bin. Anyway, you're fighting a losing battle. Let's just move on to the Bible study, Lyle. <laughs> Revelation chapter 14, verse 6 and 7. Can you recite it, Mon, if I give you a start? Oh, I don't know. Go on. Um, I saw an angel fly. Uh, through the midst of heaven, having, having a um, scroll. No. Uh, no, not a scroll. He had having a bun. The... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, having, oh, it, it was a trumpet. He's the one with the three angels message. Yeah, I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting the gospel, gospel. preached unto those that dwell on the earth, to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people, saying uh, with a loud Don't eat meat because it's a... Bad thing to do. <laughs> okay, not only is Mon giving away heretical books this morning, what? she is what? she is speaking heresy oh, of dear. the worst kind. Okay, <clears throat> Revelation fourteen verse six and seven. Um, why don't you read that for us, please, Mon? And I saw another angel flying through the sky, carrying the eternal good news to proclaim to the people who belong to this world, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. Fear God, he shouted. Give glory to him, for the time has come when he will sit as judge. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and all the springs of water. Okay. Um, We've been talking about social justice. We have been talking about um, God's concern about evil and poverty and oppression. We've been talking about Jesus' example on this earth and how he had compassion on people and he was there for people. Um, this particular passage of scripture, what does that tell us about, you know, God's concern for people? Um, he's, well, I think he's worried because the time is coming when he will sit as judge and then the time will be too late for a lot of people. Does your Bible say the time is coming when he will sit as judge? Yes, it does. That's what I just read It's so dodgy. I was, I was wondering why you wanted me to read it from my version. <laughs> let me give you let me give you a decent translation here. Okay, hang on. None other than you're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Okay, um, none other than the King James version. The Bible says, "I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people." Pretty much the same as yours. Yours just says the everlasting good news. No, mine says, "For the time has come when he will see us." I'm getting there. To oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Saying with a loud voice, "Fear God and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment is." Present tense. Oh, okay. Come. Mm-hmm. Whereas yours says future. For the time. Mine says present tense. No, actually, no, mine's present tense. For the time has come when he will sit as judge. Okay. I, I, I misread. I, I misheard that somewhere along the, th- along the line. Anyway, that's good. The time has come. He's going to sit as judge. And worship him that made heaven, earth, the sea, and the fountains of waters. Yeah, so I think, I think you know, anyone should be concerned. Knowing as God would know what is going to happen at the time of judgment for those who haven't chosen him, I think he's going to be um, devastated and, and aggrieved and wants to save as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this, this Do you think that uh, this, this gives God the opportunity to right wrongs in the world as well? Yes. 
Yeah, I mean that's what really what judgment is all about, really, isn't it? If you go to if you go to court, you go to you you face judgment. It's it's really about righting wrongs. Well, it should be anyway. Um, <clears throat> so in many ways, what you've got here in Revelation chapter fourteen is an appeal for justice Amen. to be done. And if you look at the history of our world, the history of our world is a history of injustice. There is actually very little justice that has, you know, justice is, a, is, is really is, is an aberration of history. It's not the norm. Uh, we have some countries that have higher levels of justice, but even here in Australia, justice is something that is very, very thin on the ground. They estimate that in um, cases of sexual abuse, for instance, that only one in 200 of them ever go to jail. Really? Because a third of them don't get a jail sentence anyway. That's atrocious. Yes. And the reason is because it's so incredibly hard to get justice in those kinds of situations. Somebody comes forward and um, and, and, and accuses somebody of, of sexual abuse, and where's the proof? Mm. It just comes down to a he said, she, she said. said. Yeah. Yeah. And justice is on our earth, that you can't convict somebody on a he said, she said. Mm-hmm. That, we have to have that system. That is the the most just system that we can have. But is it actually just? No. Because so many people are getting off um, with crimes that, you know, even here in one of the, the most just countries in the world, the vast majority of perpetrators of crimes are getting off the hook. Yeah. Uh, you think about um, child abuse in this country. Uh, one in four girls, one in six boys are abused. Those are the stats. That means that we are surrounded by perpetrators, the majority of who are never, ever even accused or convicted or anything otherwise. And so there is a tremendous amount of injustice in the most just systems that we have on this planet. Now, then you can go to places like, say, for instance, South Africa. You spent some time in South Africa and um, a friend of mine, uh, while you were in South Africa, we were traveling through Ethiopia and a relative was, of his was murdered in South Africa. Mm. He's South African, lives here in Australia. And one of the really sad things about that is that in South Africa, only 1% of homicides um, are the people ever caught. Oh, really? Yeah, because the police just don't, they just don't make a priority of it. Is it... Do- there's just not a uh, there's just that not that sense of need of urgency or whatever it is, and the, and the whole system has you know fallen apart to the point that you know this is where it's at now. Well, I hope the tide is changing because I don't know if you realise, but happening right now as we speak is a massive protest in the city of Cape Town um, because a, a a young girl was actually raped and murdered uh, a few days ago, not in the dark. She wasn't in an alley. This was broad daylight. She was just going to the post office to pick up a parcel. And um and basically the the city has revolted against this and said that the system doesn't work enough is not and that's right and this is why they're revolting is because mm-hmm. the system in South Africa does not work mm-hmm. and that's not such a bad country we could go to other countries that are much much worse than that in fact our closest neighbour um, here as Australia our closest neighbouring country has a justice system that is just you know infinitely worse than even South Africa mm. remember when I was there and. And uh, um, <clears throat> I had a police officer that was sort of, um, I guess, my security guard while I was we were preaching meetings. There was about 15,000 people attending. There were big meetings. Um, it was very exciting. And, and so you've got to have security in a meeting, you know, uh, of, of that size. And, you know, as cops do, he'd, he'd sit around and we'd, we'd tell stories. He'd, he'd share stories. And, 
you know, and he's talking about, oh, yeah, you know, there was this guy that got involved in the cargo cult up here in the mountains um, a little while ago. And, um, yeah, we heard that he was abusing young girls, so we went up there last week and shot him. And it was just in, in casual conversation, you know, summary justice. And you can't really have too much sympathy for somebody if that was what they were actually doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was just based on an accusation. Somebody accused him, so they just, wow. well, if he's... Uh, if he's guilty, he deserved it, and if he's not guilty, then we don't need to worry about it anyway. Yeah. Um, so you know, and this is a country that has very, very little policing through through you know has has uncontacted tribes in it, and so justice in our world is not the norm, and we should not expect it to be the norm. And when the Bible says that God is going to sit in judgment, that's a good thing. Because the very first time ever, true justice will actually take place. And God will stand up for people who are suffering from oppression and who have been oppressed and who have been unjustly treated. And God will do something about it. And God will bring an end to sin and pain and suffering here on this planet. Amen. Okay, so the judgment is a good thing. You know, some people read about judgment in the Bible and they get all freaked out over it. And it worries them, it concerns them, it bothers them, whatever it might be. No, judgment is the best thing ever because we don't have judgment here in this country. And if you've ever suffered from injustice, and I think most of us at some point or another, at some level or another, have suffered from an injustice, then you can understand that judgment, good judgment, God's judgment, is a great thing. This is something we should be looking forward to and not something that we should be concerned about. Okay, the next aspect of uh, the three angels, and particularly the first angel's message right here, that uh, looks at the issue of God's God's character, um, is the issue of worship. And what you find is that the Hebrew prophets often link the subjects of worship and actions together. Okay, how so? It's a little bit like this because, you know, the Bible goes on here, you know, worship him who made heaven, earth, sea, and the fountains of waters. That's how it finishes up. Mm -hmm. It's like this. We can claim that we worship Jesus. Does that make us a worshiper of God? No. You can claim anything and it wouldn't necessarily be true. All right. So what is it that actually makes us a worshiper of God? Uh, Our actions. Our actions is what makes us a worshipper. So if you think about it this way, the power that is highest in your life is the power that you will obey. Mm. So if, uh, let me think, if your neighbor says to, well, now let's take your boss. Let's say that your boss says to do something dishonest. Mm-hmm. And God says, don't do anything dishonest. Mm-hmm. The one that you choose is the one that you have the most respect for. Yes, very good point. Yeah, it's true. Okay. So if you choose your boss, then you have placed your boss in a greater position of power than God. If you choose God, then you have placed God at the top. Where he belongs. Where he belongs. Mm-hmm. And so the one who you obey is the one who you worship. And so ultimate worship is the total giving of yourself. And worship of God is the total giving of yourself to God, which means that you will obey God. 
the highest form of worship is obedience. And this is what you find in the Garden of Eden. You know, Adam and Eve did not eat a toxic piece of fruit. The fruit in and of itself did not kill them. It was their act of disobedience. And in their act of disobedience, what they did was, what they said by their actions, what their actions spoke, you have two different authorities. You have the authority of God. You have the authority of Satan in the serpent. The one that you choose to to follow is the one that you have the most respect for and the one that you place highest in your life. And when they ate the fruit, they placed Satan highest in their life above God by their actions. It's Jars of Clay, if I stand. There's more that rises in the morning than the sun And more that shines in the night than just the moon There's more than just this fire here that keeps me warm In a shelter that is larger than this room And there's a loyalty that's deeper than mere sentiment And a music higher than the songs that I can sing Stuff of earth competes for the allegiance I own to the giver of all good things So if I stand, let me stand on the promise You'll pull me through And if I can't, let me fall on the grace That first brought me to you If I sing, let me sing for the joy that is born in me these songs. And if I weep, let it be as a man who is longing for his home. There's more that dances on the prairies than the wind, and more that pulses in the ocean than the tide. There's a love that's fiercer than the love between friends More gentle than a mother's when her baby's at her side And there's a loyalty that's deeper than mere sentiment And a music higher than the songs that I can sing The stuff of earth competes for the allegiance I owe only to the giver of all good things so if I stand, let me stand on the promise that you'll pull me through. And if I can't, let me fall on the grace that first brought me to you. And if I sing, let me sing for the joy that is born in me these songs. We let it be as a man who is longing for his home. So if I stand, let me stand on the promise you'll pull me through. And if I can't, let me fall on the grace that first brought me to you. If I sing, let me sing for the joy that is born in me these songs. 
Welcome back. That was Jars of Clay with I Stand. You're listening to Faith FM. Mon, give us another clue for our quiz. Okay, who am I? Oh, they're running out of quiz clues. <laughs> the last clue is this. My name begins with the letter B. So does Balaam. Yeah. But, but it's not Balaam. It's not Balaam. It's not Balaam at all. Give us a call if you think you know who it is. Balaam's mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. His naughty mate. Yes. And uh, Lyle, congratulations to uh, Jeff from East Gosford. Who's called up and snapped up that book, Poems of Faith. Uh, so, yeah, just a little evidence for you that people do want things that you chuck in the bin. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm just giving Lyle a hard I've got time. plenty more stuff in the bin here. Maybe we should yeah. make some of that available, <laughs> like there's an empty milk carton there. <laughs> I'm just giving Lyle a hard time. Lyle is actually leading the charge here at the office. Uh, he brought in a box, brought in a box um, to collect the lids off, like, you know, um, water bottles, milk cartons, all kinds of things. Plastic lids. And that, that box is just getting to overflow. I, I know. can't believe how quickly <laughs> it climbed. And there's not like, there's not like that many people here at this studio, at this office. Um, and tell us what you're doing with them again. Okay, so basically what happens is that when you uh, take your plastic bottle down to your recycler where you get um, 10, 10 cents for it, uh, like we all do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or you throw it in your recycling bin. Um, they don't recycle the caps. They just recycle the plastic bottle because it's kind of the caps sort of like they just cut uh-huh. it off and throw it away. And, um, <clears throat> and But what they do with these bottle caps is they crunch them all up and they ship them overseas to developing countries. And then you've got these kids over there that need prosthetics. And in the past that would take, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to make an even small dent Whereas these days, all you've got to do is um, take the kid's stump, arm, hand, leg, foot, whatever, do a scan of, the, of that, um, they, then email it back here to Australia. They create the software and send the software back to that country where they have a 3D printer full of uh, crushed up bottle caps, essentially. And they use it to make. And they just print. They just print a uh, a prosthetic right there on the spot, and they do it for peanuts. Yeah. So all kinds of limbs. So yeah, that's right. What what was what you know, just ten years ago was unavailable to the vast population of the world is now available, and uh, yeah, we're making uh, about five hundred bottle caps will make a hand. Yeah. So so yeah. So even though Lyle, so might... we're well past our first hand. Oh, well and truly, yeah. we've got a couple of hands there. Um, so even though Lyle might. On occasion, have a slip up and chuck a nice book in the bin. He is uh, doing good work, doing good deeds, collecting bottle caps. (laughs) Yeah, for needy needy kids. Yes, so if you're driving past our studio, then you are welcome to stop in, say hello, and throw your bottle caps in our bottle cap box or bring them to Food Rescue um, at Gillison Heights on Thursdays where you can also grab a week's supply of food for five bucks. If people, if someone's like listening, like say South Australia, and they're not going to drive by um, Newcastle anytime soon. Yes, my recommendation would be probably contact your local Lions Club. I know they're involved in collecting bottle caps, yep. um, and uh, you can probably donate them there. But a uh, little, little, little bit of googling, you'll soon find a 
use for your bottle caps and particularly if you have uh, you know access like we do to an office where you can just put a box and a sign on it and in just everybody kitchen, yeah, yeah everybody just throws their bottle caps in it yeah. and uh, it fills everyone up real fast. should be fl- um, collecting them there's no excuse not to and when we say bottle caps we don't mean those metal old school things we mean like you the know, plastic, plastic lids yeah, on plastic your water bottle bottles caps. on your milk cartons on your juice juice leaders you know if you want to get really scientific they'll have either a two or a four on the inside and you can use those. Okay, there you go. Uh, so this one, if you if you look on the inside, it will have a two here somewhere, and uh, you can use those. But if you don't want to worry about, it, just throw them all in there and let the experts sort them out. That's yep. what the experts are for. Good work being done by Lyle, and congratulations again to Jeff from East Gosford. Okay, where are we up to? We were talking about um, the three angels' message, and uh, yeah, social justice right here. Um, the next aspect that we're going to talk about is the one of creation. Ooh, okay. Um, <clears throat> sorry, we were talking about worship, yep, and worship and actions and how those two things go together. Creation, one of the foundational elements of God's call for justice is the common family of humanity. Mm. Um, that we were all created in, in his image. We are all loved by God. We all have value in God's sight. No one should be exploited or oppressed uh, for unjust gain and greed of anyone else. In fact, I heard the most fascinating radio documentary while I was ill. Okay. uh, Talking about quolls. Oh, yeah? Yeah, 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 quolls, you know, native cats. Mm -hmm. Um, We used to have so many of them when I was a kid growing up. Um, they'd, they'd get in under our house or the dog would chase them or whatever it might be. Um, feisty little creatures, but um, cute as well. And talking about how that um, a mother quoll can have you know up to five babies at once, right? Yeah. That's not unusual in the animal world. What is unusual is that she doesn't put all of her eggs in one basket. Okay. She'll have five babies at once from five different eggs that are all fertilized by five different males. Oh, really? And what they've discovered is that the egg, think about this, and they haven't got to the bottom of it yet, actually has a, uh, a way of discerning sperm. Really? So we always used to think that it was a first in best dressed, um, toughest sperm, first one to get there is the one that's going to fertilize yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But that's not actually the case. Wow. And, of course, as Christians, we have always said that we are the individual creation of God, mm-hmm. that God brings those two cells together at the time of conception because he has seen us before we were born. He's like, he's the person that I want to spend eternity with. And so um, and so that's what God does. He, he, he creates us in the womb. It is God's means of creation. And uh, here we're starting to see some uh, hints as to that actually being the case, it's not random at all. Wow. Yes, they've got a lot more uh, science to work through on that. But, you know, they're talking about, you know, okay, the, the, the female quoll has five eggs there. How is she able to have that by uh, have five different uh, partners? And, of course, she's looking, she's, she's basically um, spreading her um, chances of having healthy babies across, you know, mm-hmm. different um, DNA and gene sources by doing so. And uh, yeah, that's in in the process of researching that. That's what they discovered. We are actually, yeah, the individual is not is not just blind chance. That's how incredible. we're here. 
I had no idea. Oh, it was blowing my mind. Uh, be interesting to see where that uh, where that science goes and where that end- eventually ends up because I think we have a lot more to learn about mm. that. Uh, but we are we are the individual uh, creation by of God, and as such, we have equal value. Every single person here on this planet that is conceived has equal value to every other single person. Amen. And we need to recognize that. Now, of course, you know we live in a world where there are some who are more equal than others, and that's just the nature of our world. Um, it is a world where things are far less than perfect. But um, the gospel is broad, it is far-reaching, um, it, um, it doesn't discriminate in any way, shape or form. Um, it goes across, you know, it, 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 it goes across every, every national boundary, every gender boundary, every, you know, language boundary, whatever it might be. It is, the Bible says here that this angel is flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to proclaim to every nation, kindred, tongue and people. That is not saying that someone is worth more than another. That is saying that every single person on this planet is of equal value to God, that Jesus gave his life to for every single one of us, that we are incredibly valued, that we are the purchase of God. Um, and so we need to remember that because this reveals to us just how valuable we are as an individual. Anyway, this is uh, Vocal Union. Do you know Jesus? Do you know? Are you believing? Are you following him? Do you know Jesus? Do you know him? Are you receiving his spirit within, within your heart, within your mind? There's a yearning you've denied, a hunger you can't hide. Within your heart, within your soul, there's a needing to know, a wanting to be whole. Do you know Jesus? Do you know Him? Do you believe? From the moment you were born, you were meant for so much more. You have purpose in life You have a place in this world There's a God who knows your heart And He's loved you from the start And you'll never be alone Because He'll never depart Can you
Looking for a way to turn your life experience into an enriching gift for helping those around you? A counselling degree at Avondale College of Higher Education could provide you a great foundation to assist others through life's difficulties. Study in a personalised environment alongside a fantastic support network and community on our Lake Macquarie campus. Apply to study counselling today at counselling.avondale.edu.au. It's higher education designed for life. Hey, Mon, mm-hmm. do you believe in miracles? Look, if God can change my life, I think I definitely believe in miracles. Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community. Oh, yeah, how? Well, it's worshipping together, loving together, learning together, and above all, preparing for Jesus to return together. Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening? Bible studies start at 10 a.m., service at 11 a.m., and guess what that's followed by? Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely. <laughs> well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales. Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
seasons change, the grass withers away. But God's word will always remain the same. On the days when you are up, on the days when you are down, God stays the same from round to round, keeps your solid ground in the sunshine, in the rain. In the joy and in the pain, God stays the same from day to day. He's your hiding place. In the sunshine, in the rain, in the joy and in the pain, God stays the same from day to day. He's your hiding place. Flowers fade. Seasons change, the grass withers away, but Jesus will always remain the same. On the days when you are up, on the days when you are down, God stays the same from round to round. He's your solid ground. He's your solid ground. He's your solid ground. Oh, love it, Lyle. That's going to be my favorite song of hers, Kemi Ogendi. Um, such a good song. Uh, really well done. Just simple and beautiful. That could, I feel like that could be like a new hymn. One for kids, maybe. I love it. You want you want another uh, clue for the quiz, or is it gone already? Uh, is producer Jazz? No, it's still valid. Um, I have. Do you have a clue, a homemade? Because I have a homemade clue. I got a homemade clue. Let's do both. All right. So here comes mine. Who's who is this? Who am I? Who am I? Um, and we have found that he was a friend of Balaam's, mm-hmm. and his name starts with B. Mm-hmm. That makes it a little bit easier. And he was from Moab. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy invented the first honey trap court talk. Uh, invented the first. Honey trap spoken of in history. Ooh. You know what a honey trap is, yeah, right? I do. Yeah, 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 it's where you use the honeys to entrap someone. Yeah, and you entrap the whole bunch of Israelites with honeys, and by honeys we mean attractive women. Yes. Yep. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He knew the first the power of the honey women. trap ever spoken <laughs> of in history. And my clue is you can read about it in Numbers 22. (laughs) 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 So head over there, read about the honey trap, read about this uh, Moabite king um, and his his story. What do we got for our quad today? Question of the day. Yes. Okay. So question of the day. um, Oh, sorry. Just trying to film you and your wife sending you messages. Uh, But this is is a bit of a one for the heart, um, Lyle. It says this, I'm trying really hard to fall in love with Jesus, but I don't feel anything. What is wrong with me? Uh, there's nothing wrong with you. This is, I think a lot of this comes to somewhat of a misunderstanding of what love is. And so the media is constantly bombarding us with the concept that love is an emotion, that love is something that you feel, love is something that you fall into. Love is something that, you know, you, you, you are attracted to somebody and you just can't avoid it. You just you just go down that path and can't it's just help falling in love. you can't help falling in love. All of that kind of nonsense that is promoted in the media. 
The Bible teaches a very different kind of love. The Bible teaches that love is a principle, and that sounds a little bit unromantic, and it's not that God is unromantic. And it's not that God doesn't love romance. God loves romance. Read the book Song of Solomon. is one of the most romantic books that you'll read um, in the world. And so romance is a great thing. Feelings are a great thing. But they're not, that's not the foundation of love. Love exists outside of all of those things. And so if you are looking for that as the foundation for your Christian experience, then you are looking in the wrong place. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, what does that mean? Walking by sight means that we follow God with something that is tangible, something we can touch and we can feel. The Bible says, no, we don't follow God by our feelings, what we can feel. We follow God by faith. And so that's an intellectual assent to the fact that God exists and God loves me, and therefore I choose to love God. And so uh, I know a lot of... uh, a lot of people will be getting upset with me this morning, like, oh no, Lyle destroyed romance on Faith FM this morning. No, it's not like that. Romance is great as well, but romance is not love. Romance is something else, and it is great, and it is amazing, but you can't live your entire life just in a romantic bubble. That's not going to happen. That's not going to be realistic. Okay, so the Bible also goes on to say that our feelings can let us down. Now, if love is a principle, then love is something that we choose to do. And this is where many relationships fall apart. Uh, they reach a period, in, uh, you know, a stale spot in their relationship where they might—they're just not feeling it. They're like, "Well, I must have fallen out of love. Um, therefore, I need to find somebody else that I can be in love with." And what they're actually doing is they're just following, um, you know, those 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 feelings and of you know, like butterflies and all that kind of stuff. And if you if you follow that, you're going to move from one relationship to another, to another, to another. You are never going to be satisfied. You are never going to be happy. Life is never going to be good for you. It's going to become a disaster. And so um, loving Jesus is something that we choose to do. Now, does that mean that there will never be feelings? No, of course there will be feelings at times. Uh, But if all you are doing is looking for the feelings, you will probably never find those feelings. Um, There will be times when you are feeling incredibly close to God and there will be times when you are feeling a million miles from God. But the whole time you are the same distance from God because of what you choose to do and how you choose to walk by faith and not by feelings. Um, and so that passage, of course, um, is in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. Proverbs gives us a warning and it says that there is a way that feels right to a man, but the end are the ways of death. If you follow your feelings, you can end up in a bad place. We walk by faith and not by feelings. And when we walk by faith, we can know that we are serving uh, Jesus Christ, that he has saved us, that he is a part of our life, regardless of whether we feel that at the time or not. Moving on with the show, we have Carly Fletcher coming up with The Captain. I need more time.
That was Carly Fletcher with The Captain. You're listening to Faith FM. We are about to announce the winner for the prize. Who was it? Uh, no, I just said to you, Lyle, as we were going there, that she doesn't want the prize. But we can still announce the winner. She didn't win anything. She just won. Well, she won bragging, bragging rights. Bragging rights. Oh, okay, so bragging you can't rights. give away the answer because it's still live. But yeah, congratulations, uh, Lynn from Itchu. You. you I have no idea how to pronounce it. You're from Lynn. <laughs> E-C-H-U-C-A. Ah, Echuca. Echuca. Yeah. Congratulations, Lynn from Echuca. Who knows the answer? Um, we're not going to give it away because Lynn said pay it forward, um, uh, use a prize for somebody else. So that somebody else knows the prize. Ooh. But yeah, she had a laugh because uh, it, ter- it turns out she's telling the story of these two uh, men that start with a letter B as a children's story uh, this week at, at Ucha Church. Echuca. Echuca Church, whatever. Chattanooga Church. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, so good on you, Lynn. Come on. You can't substitute an American <laughs> name for an Australian name. Uh, but yeah, if you still know the answer, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. In the meantime, aside from the uh, quiz, we do have the giveaway now. And this is a book um, called Not Alone, Battling the Devil in the City of Angels. This is a uh, 
testimony story. It is um, by written by a lady called Cheryl Porter, who um, tells a story uh, on her own experience struggling to make um, sense in, a, in a, an unhealthy home life, uh, parental alcoholism, uh, with the dangers of the occult uh, that lured her uh, down, a, down a dark road. Uh, and from a very young age. So, yeah, so not alone battling the devil in the city of angels and how the love of God uh, saved her and brought her out of that. Give us a call. You can have that one totally for free. Our number here is 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. We'll see you next week. You have a blessed week.
Oh. Uh... 